Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying uh, the Prophet Ezekiel, the Navi Yechezkel, chapter 23, the first portion. It's a long chapter, so I'm dividing it into halves, so this is 23a. We are approaching, again, we are approaching the end of the chapters in which the destruction of Jerusalem are being discussed. We are after the point where Ezekiel and God, as he speaks through his prophet Ezekiel, have pretty much given up on the um, <coughs> on 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 anything changing, this is the destruction is imminent. It's coming. In the last chapter, we read uh, uh, God expressed his anger and described the destruction. In this chapter, it's more of a lament. Uh, it's a lament using imagery, uh, and you can feel the, the sadness, so to speak, of God uh, to the extent that God can be sad. This, you we're feeling his sadness through the words of this um, sadness and anger, a mix of all of the above. Um, but again, there's no hint here in this chapter of any possibility of redemption. This, this It's coming. The destruction is coming. And uh, in, in here we also will have a lot of sexual imagery um, the uh, which which we had in a very graphic way back when we had the several chapters ago when we discussed the parable of the adulterous wife. Here we're going to get the sense that God is comparing the people's corruptions to this intense desire for uh, to be like the other nations, to be close with the other nations, rather than being close to God. They want to be close to everyone else around them. And everyone else around them, of course, represents corruption, represents a, a, an improper way of life. And the people lusted after it, and it's describing it in the same sense, in the way a young woman would lust after a powerful, strong, handsome man. So, and that's the imagery being used in this chapter. Uh, and the word of God to me was as follows. This is verse 1, chapter 23. Ben Adam, human being. There were two women. They were both daughters of the same mother. These two women are going to represent uh, the people of the northern kingdom, Israel, who was destroyed about 100 plus years ago uh, to, to, uh, from the time of Ezekiel. Uh, by the Assyrians, and the second daughter is going to represent the people of Judea, the southern kingdom, whose end is just about to happen. There are two women, they were both daughters of the same mother, in other words, both the, the Israelites and the Judites, the Judeans, came from the same, from the same family background, and they started to learn their ways of, of of prostitution, their ways of turning away from me in Egypt. So they learned, they picked up their bad customs there. Bin Urehen Zanu, they were already turning away from me when they were young children. So their roots were bad. Their roots were evil. Shama Mo'achu Shideyen. There, their breasts were squeezed. Visham Isu Dadei Bisuleyen. And there, their, literally this means their, the, the nipples of their virginity were were um, handled. The, just a reference, the fact that even when they were young, they were already uh, involving themselves in improper activities. 
so again, we're God is choosing sexual imagery here. <laughs> but the idea is, is that they picked up the bad ways, the corrupt ways of the Egyptians, which wasn't just sexual, although that was part of it, but it was the, the going after the idol worship, living immoral and corrupt lives. Ushimotan, and what were the names of these young women? Ahala, Hagadola. The older one was Ahala. Ahala literally means <clears throat> her tent, or she had a tent. Um, uh, tent, uh, this is, we're going to see soon, is a reference to the temple built by the northern kingdom in Shomron in Samaria, um, which was a temple to idols. Uh, the Ahal, that, but that was their capital. And Ahaliva, which means literally breaking down the word, it would translate as my tent is in her. Meaning God state the name of the second one is my tent, meaning the temple of God is in the southern kingdom of Judea, Achuta, and she was the younger sister. Vatienoli, I had both of these daughters, Vateladna Banimuvanos, and they gave birth to many sons and daughters. And there's going to be some imagery of the people as men lusting after other women and women lusting after other men. We're going to have both of those images. So they had Banim Uvanot, Ushmotan, and their names were Shomron Ahala. Ahala took on the name of Shomron, Samaria, the northern kingdom of Yerushalayim, and Jerusalem took on the name Ahaliva. The Ahaliva, the southern one, took the name Jerusalem after her capital. Fatizen Ahala Tachtoi. The northern one went ahead and turned away from me. Instead of turning towards me, they turned away. Vategav Alma Ahaveha. And she, this is uh, Tegav, she had it, she lusted after the, all of her lovers, all of the nations that came to her, that offered her this, that, or the other thing. She lusted after them, she desired after them, followed after them, followed their ways, and not me. And particularly after the Assyrians who were Kirovim, Kirovim literally could mean closer, but also the language Kirav means those that were warriors. And as we'll see later in the context, uh, they lusted after the powerful warrior type, the image of a woman who finds that type of thing to be attractive in men. So they lusted after the Assyrians who were the big strong warriors because they were the powerful ones at the time. How were they, how were they convinced? How, how are they drawn away? Because they saw all of the... The, the blue royal robes, pachotus ganim, all of the officers and the, and the generals, bachurei chemer, and the good-looking young men, kulam, all of them, parashim, they were riding on, 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 on uh, um, horses, rochvei susim, they were uh, mounted horsemen riding on horses. This is what they saw, and they lusted after that. And they, instead of looking to me, I offered them justice, I offered them kindness, I offered them morality, I offered them a proper way of life. Instead, they wanted the strong, the powerful, the wealthy. So therefore, she gave all of her favors to them. She spent her time worshiping them, bowing to them, um, flattering them. Uh, uh, upon all of the chosen people of the children of the people of Assyria, and in all of her desires, with all of their their gilulim, all of the idols and 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 um and corruptions that they worshipped, that she but defiled herself with that. She kept going in the same way 
that she had learned the 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 dishonest and and corrupt ways that she had learned in Egypt. She stayed on that path. In other words, my point was, and we saw this before, when God gave us a history review a few chapters ago. I wanted to purify them by giving them the ways of the Torah, but they didn't. They didn't choose that way. They didn't get purified, and they remained this like this. That is how she laid. That is the people that she, um, uh, I guess, hoard with. Is we have to use the words that he, the prophet is using um, in her in her childhood. They were the ones that 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 um, handled her breasts when she was a young girl and they were the ones that poured out their their lustful ways upon her when she was young she learned those ways and lusted after things herself and never left that path never allowed herself to get purified and to learn the proper path therefore the end result for the northern kingdom i gave them gave her to the assyrians as we know, the Assyrians came, attacked, and destroyed the northern kingdom, which was the end of the northern kingdom of Israel. Biad bin Ashur, by the hands of the people of Assyria, Asher Ogvalim. You desire them so much? Fine, I'll let them have you. Unfortunately, what happened was the Assyrians came and destroyed them. Hema Gilu Ervata, they are the ones that revealed her nakedness. In this case, by destroying them, they showed that their ways were corrupt and who they really were. She took their sons and daughters, took them away. And they killed her. They killed the, the entire nation with in, by sword. And they, because of the... Um, uh, because of the justice that they did with her, she became well known among all the women. Because this is just part of the metaphor of the young woman. They're saying she, all the women knew about her real well. They all talked about her because she was now destroyed, ashamed, embarrassed, and suffered because of her uh, disloyalty to God. Then, now let's focus, this is verse 11, on the southern kingdom, Judea. Her sister, Ahaliva, the one in whom I had my temple, um, she saw the northern kingdom as well. And instead of learning the lesson from what happened to the northern kingdom, she was became even more depraved. She, her desires, her lusts, were even stronger, were even more, and she kept on looking. Vestas nusel, her 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 disloyalty, got even worse than the whoring of her older sister. El Ashur Agava, she also desired the Assyrians. She also liked Pacho, as we see the king Ahaz in the time of of Yeshayahu, of the prophet Isaiah. Um, uh, how he also tried to placate himself and ally himself with the Assyrians. We see that throughout. So they also liked the Pachotus Kanim, all of the generals and the officers, Krovim and the warriors, Levushe Michlol, who were dressed in beautiful clothing, Parashim, the horsemen, Rochve Susim, that rode on big horses, Bachurai Chemed Kulam, all of them were desirable young men. And then I saw Kinitma that she herself also defiled herself. And they're both taking the same path. Both of the women are taking the same path. She got even worse. She made her whoring even worse. And she saw on the walls sculptures of other men, 
And she, it, this could be a reference to the sculptures that we know, you know, even archaeologically, we know the sculptures that were in, in Assyria and the city of Nineveh, modern-day Mosul, uh, and and they they saw that they had Babylonians, Chalmei Chastim Chakukim Bashoshar. They heard about these even more glorious and magnificent men that were uh, that were uh, drawn in Shoshar, which is um, translated as as vermilion, drawn in beautiful pictures and paintings. They said, "Oh, let's go there to Babylon. Let's hang out with them. They're even better than the than these Assyrians." And as we see, as we know from history, after the Assyrian Empire waned, the Babylonian kingdom came up, and they were the ones who ended up destroying the southern kingdom. Chagore Azor they are girded with belts around their loins, Shehem, and they have they have um flowing turbans on their heads, Mar Kulam, they all look like big officers, important people, Demus Bnebavel Kastim. This was the, the what they saw on the walls was the pictures of the Babylonians, the Chaldeans, Eretz Molatam from the land where they came from. And her eyes saw these desirous men and she had a lust and desire for them. So she sent messengers down to Babylon and said, I want to be with you. I want to hang with you. And again, they turned to Babylon rather than to God. So they came and they came to, uh, literally means to lay in, 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 and, uh, and um, have sexual relations with them. The Babylonians came and they all uh, laid together by and then she defiled her Babylon, also taught them her bad, corrupt ways, and defiled the younger sister as well. And she, um, and she defiled uh, Judea until Babylon became disgusted with her, until Babylon was ready to destroy her too. They came, they took advantage. And as with most illicit relationships, eventually the Babylonians came to hate the Judeans, and unfortunately, that is what's occurring now, as the Babylonians are about to destroy them. And she tried, she flaunted, she revealed her, her whoring ways. She revealed her, um, her nakedness. And this, that's what, that again refers to the destruction of the Babylonians, showed how weak and how... Um, Corrupt the people of Judea were, but as they uh, and I, God says, became disgusted from her. In the same way, I was disgusted from her sister in the northern kingdom. She continued in her corrupt ways, to and remembering her youth and how how this all started way back down there in Egypt. And despite my many attempts at bringing them out of this way of life, they never changed. And she had so much desire for, for uh, to their concubinage, which is uh, relationships that are not a sexual relationship, which is uh, not a marriage. They acted like, like, like donkeys. And they, and their, um, their uh, like this, their their penises acted like that that the sexual organ of a horse's. In other words, they weren't faithful. They acted like animals, not human beings. They went after um, the wrong path. And this in this way, you uh, remembered and you brought back into memory the 
the the disgusting ways of your childhood. Just like they played with your breasts when you were in Egypt, uh, in, 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 the, in the same way that um, you, you, had the, you, you had them you know, play with your breasts when you were a child, in the same way they're doing it now as an adult. This is um, the end of uh, uh, this section. Uh, the second half I will do in 23b. We can hear in what we're reading that the sadness of God is being represented here and how God is just completely disgusted with the way things are turning out and the way things have turned out. And, um, and the sexual imagery is just a very vivid and clear way of conveying that that feeling of disgust on the part of God and on the part of his prophet Ezekiel. Thank you so much for studying this together. Looking forward to studying the rest of chapter 23 and, of course, the rest of the book of Ezekiel together.